see your materialism, you see the physicality in you, and you discover that it hates you. In the beginning of a person serving Hashem, in the beginning of life, there is a hatred between the body and the soul. And that's why it's crouching under the burden, trying to shirk off the burden. What's the burden? The burden is a masayiltermitsis. The burden refers to the yoke of termitsis. So the body that hates the soul, it wants to wants to throw off this whole burden of termitsis. Amrish is a masay, a masashalay. Even though it's its own burden, which means Hashem didn't give the Torah mitzvahs for the sake of the Nashama. The Nashama and Ganadin was doing okay. Hashem sent the soul to the body to elevate the body. So therefore, the burden of the donkey, the burden of the animal, is its own burden. Okay, so basically, what we learned so far is like this. Avraham is compared to the soul. Sarah is compared to the body. And God tells Avraham, listen to Sarah. The soul should listen to the body. What does that mean? So we're learning this teaching of the Baal Shem Tev. The Baal Shem Tev says that the body hates the soul, you look at your the enemy of your, the donkey of your enemy, says Balshantiv means, you look at the physicality inside of you, and you see that the physical part of yourself doesn't like the burden of Tormesis, doesn't like it, it's, it hates it, and it wants to throw off the yoke of Tormesis. So therefore, you might think that you shouldn't help the body, you should hurt it, you should fast, you should subjugate your body to pain. Even though the whole point of why Hashem sent the soul in the body is for the body to have the Torah mitzvahs. The, the body needs to be elevated through Torah mitzvahs. So it's really not, the donkey isn't carrying someone else's burden. The, the body is carrying its own burden. In the analogy, the donkey is carrying the burden of its master. But in the analog, the body, the donkey, is carrying its own burden. That's what the Torah says, Rebis Tachas Masoy, it's carrying, it's it's trying to shirk off its own burden, what's meant for it. The mitzvahs are meant to give the body something. That Riza was able to see, looking at someone's forehead, what mitzvah they just did. The, the, the a mitzvah makes an impression, it's a change on, on the physical stuff that the body's made of. The intent of Hashem sending the soul to the body is to elevate the body. Despite the fact that the body has a need for terminus, it still considers the mitzvah a burden. And that's why it doesn't want to do terminus and it wants to uh, cast off the burden. In the next column is Gimel. In addition to the fact that Hashem entrusted his mitzvahs to souls in bodies. It's only human beings who have mitzvahs. 
Mitzvahs themselves are physical as well. But later, it's not only mitzvahs that are that we look at. We can see their physical components that are physical, but even mitzvahs which are duties of the heart, like believing in Hashem and affirming His oneness and loving Hashem, those mitzvahs are also physical. How are they physical? Because those mitzvahs have to be felt in the physical flesh of the heart and mind. For example, this is from the dogma. Mitzvah of loving Hashem. That mitzvah is supposed to be a done that's in a way that you physically feel something in your body. You feel changed. You feel some love for Hashem in your heart. It's not just that you're supposed to uh, uh, try to love Hashem. The mitzvah is you should feel a love for Hashem. That's a mitzvah. Baal Shem actually said the mitzvah isn't to feel, the mitzvah is to think because you can't control your heart. But how do you know you're doing the mitzvah properly if it reaches your heart? If it touches your heart, then you know that you've thought the right way, you've prepared for diving the right way. But the mitzvah of loving Hashem is just like the mitzvah of tefillin. You feel the weight of the tefillin on your, on, on your head and you feel the tefillin on your bicep the mitzvah loving Hashem has, has a physical expression. The mitzvah is either done or it's not done. During the day, although this is a mitzvah that's supposed to be done all the time, but during the day we're supposed to prepare all day to get to the uh, the Shema. All the davening, the preparation, get the Shema. What's Shema about? Shema is about reaching for the after, about love for Hashem. So, just like when a person hears good news. Rabbi, you got to mute. You got to mute everybody. People are unmuted. Thank you. Okay. So, just like this, Morris has a famous story about Rabbi Yechem and Zakai. Rabbi Yechem and Zakai went to beseech a Roman general on behalf of the Jewish people. And he tells the Roman general, Your Majesty, my Emperor, I need to ask you for something. So he says, Why are you calling me an Emperor? You deserve to die twice. You deserve to die, first of all, because I'm not the Emperor. And second of all, if I am the Emperor, where will you till now? So Mara says that he just then was discovered, Vespasian was just informed that he was appointed emperor of Rome. And Mara says that he, once he heard this good news, he was unable to take off his shoe. Why couldn't he take off his shoe? Because the good news that he had just become emperor of Rome had a physical effect on his body that made his physical body uh, fatter. So he couldn't take his shoes off. And the Gemara said, what did he do in order to be able to take off his shoes? So he asked Rechem Zake, how to get these shoes off? Rechem Zake said, have one of your enemies come before you. You'll feel terrible. And he did. And the enemy comes before him and took off his shoes. So we see that our feelings affect our, our bodies. So to the midst of loving Hashem, so to the midst of loving Hashem, what's the mitzvah? The mitzvah is supposed to be done in a way that you actually feel in your heart it's good to be close to Hashem. The Friedrich Rebbe describes how a person has all kinds of tzaras, all kinds of problems, all kinds of things they're worried about. They have no idea how to 
extricate themselves from these worries. And then in the middle of all this, suddenly they see, ah, there's Yonatan Hamburger. Agish, Mac, I'm a Yonatan. Yonatan, shortly he discovered he doesn't have the answer to your, your problem. Doesn't know the answer, doesn't have the, but, and truth is, even when you smack Yonatan, you know he doesn't have the answer. He's not, he's not always the answer guy. However, the very fact that you see a good friend says a Friedrich that already makes you have the confidence you'll be able to leave your problem. That's the meaning of love. As Friedrich says, the meaning of loving Hashem means you just feel a strong, palpable feeling that actually puts you out of where you were before. Just this morning, uh, I don't know if I messed up my computer or not. I might like I couldn't hear this morning, but I uh, I, I went to uh, the mikvah and I came back. I couldn't find my computer. I thought I lost it. And I'm still in Ayyavay. And then all of a sudden, I, I you know, whatever, I just went in the car, I put on the side, and the car turned, and it went between the door and the seat. Anyways, the point is that it is a physical change in how you feel. When you lost the computer, you find the computer. Huh? If Manchester is listening, if Manchester is listening, well, I think you should send an extra computer to Rabbi Levin. That's fine. Huh? <laughs> so, so the point is that the midst of loving Hashem is supposed to change how you feel. When you speak to the Abishter, you're supposed to go, ah, I'm able to talk to the Abishter. It, it's, it's supposed to feel great. Wow, I can talk to Hashem. I love Hashem. That's how it's supposed to be. That's the midst of loving Hashem. So to midst of fearing Hashem. It's not just meant this midst of fearing Hashem, reverence for Hashem. It's supposed to be in a way that's physical. Your heart and mind feel this reverence for Hashem. The Rebbe mentions love first. Interesting how the Rebbe in many talks uh, says that the mitzvah of loving Hashem is a source of all mitzvahs. Which is interesting because in Tanya chapter 41, the Alter Rebbe highlights the source of all mitzvahs is fear. Chapter 41, the Alter Rebbe says how, although he says in chapter 4, that love of Hashem is a source of all mitzvahs, all positive mitzvahs. And fear of Hashem is a source of all negative mitzvahs. Because you love Hashem, the Alter Rebbe says, that will make you be animated when you perform mitzvah. And because you fear Hashem, that will make you hold back from doing the wrong thing. But in chapter 41, he says, but the truth is that even a mitzvah, which is not done with a sense of obedience, uh, do what Hashem wants me to do, the sense of this is what Hashem wants, you're nullifying your will, do what Hashem wants you to do, without that feeling of, of doing what Hashem wants, you're missing the kedusha of the mitzvah. As the Alter Rebbe says, that, um, it's like the Zohar says, like a ox, you have to put the yoke on the ox first, then the ox will bring benefit to the world. So the Alter Rebbe says, that have the yoke of Hashem upon you, your mitzvahs don't contain kedusha. So it seems, the Alter says clearly that fear of Hashem is a source of all mitzvahs. I'm sorry, yeah, but the Rebbe says like this, since in chapter 4, the Rebbe doesn't ask this as a question or answer, just saying this is the way the, this is the, way the author presented all of mitzvahs, and this is how the Rebbe presents all of mitzvahs. The Rebbe says, since one of the positive mitzvahs is to fear Hashem, so it comes out that if you love Hashem, you'll end up doing all the mitzvahs. Why? Because you love Hashem, you want to do all the mitzvahs. One of the mitzvahs is to fear Hashem. And fearing Hashem is the source of all negative mitzvahs. So it comes out that we, if we love Hashem, that's the foundation of all mitzvahs. But it's not really an argument. It, it's what need, we need to hear, what time of your life you need to hear it. I, I saw in a video 
of a guy coming before the Rebbe, he wants a blessing for love of Hashem and fear of Hashem. Rebbe tells him, work on love of Hashem first. And it's interesting because in chapter uh, 43, 44 in Tanya, Atma says, you can't love Hashem first, you have to first fear Him. That's what you need. You need that step first. Only in the unusual situations are able to really achieve that, that love of Hashem before fear of Hashem. But apparently there are different madrigas, different levels and different uh, and different times when things have to be focused on. And the uh, Lebra clearly says that our uh, generation, and uh, this person at least, I don't know if they ever said in our generation at all, but in, in sikhs and public talks, Lebra speaks about how love of Hashem is the first step. In this talk as well, Lebra speaks about love first. I want to also mention before I forget that just like the author says that you don't have kedusha in your mitzvahs. There's no, you're missing kedusha. Missing the holiness in the mitzvahs, if not done with a sense of obedience. There's a Maimed with Rebbe Chayesara this week. The Rebbe says that if you don't have simcha in your mitzvahs, there's no revelation. So the obedience is necessary for the presence of Hashem's holiness. But for that to be revealed, that to be accessible and tangible, you feel Hashem's presence in your mitzvahs, to make, for it to make an impact on the world, you have to have simcha. Simcha is the only thing that will cause a mitzvah to be luminous. You have simple limits. Okay. In every concept that our Abayim instructed us to do, they were living example of what they told us to do. There's a story of the Alter Rebbe. It was either a Shoshan Yom Kippur. He was up to the words in Davening. When we say in Davening, let your fear be upon all your creatures, what did the Alter do? Heich lezgel la'aretz, teich le'amiris, pach pach, pei p'sucha. Where the pach le'yeh be'efshon sa'asem, as'emila b'rav ka'akavrez ma'ansim, as'ekolim y'pachtacha. The Alter Rebbe started to roll on the floor. He was so frightened, he couldn't finish the word pachtacha. He was saying pach pach pach. And only after a while was he able to finally come, I don't know, he's finally able to finish the word pachtacha. He was so in fear of Hashem. There's a similar story to Tzemach Tzedek. once, in his first years of leadership, he once was sitting with the Chassidim. There was mashka on the table. The Tzemach Tzedek drank one cup, a second cup, and then he, he asked for a third cup. Then he went like this, he put, put his hand over his forehead, and the vodka was no longer apparent that had any effect on him whatsoever. A similar thing happened by the Rebbe. The Rebbe was bringing during the time of the previous Rebbe's lifetime in this world, and the previous Rebbe sent someone to call the Rebbe in the middle of the Febrengen. And that Febrengen, the Rebbe had taken a lot of mashka. It was exactly the same thing, like, like this. They were stood up and never walked like straight, like as if nothing happened with, with to the free club. I don't know what the idea of the forehead thing is, but um, either way, it's, it's it indicates that with fear of Hashem, the Gemara says, oh, next paragraph. Tzemach explained that he thought about the greatness of Hashem and he had tremendous fear of Hashem. The Gemara says that hard, hard wine is alleviated, is is the effect of the wine is removed by fear. So because Tzimosetic thought about the greatness of Hashem and he felt a fear of Hashem, 
he no longer was affected by the wine. His fear of Hashem affected his physical body. He felt it so strongly that there was no effect of the wine on him at all. So too, there's an example of how love of Hashem affects the physical body. We know in the Hayom Yom how it says that the Nafim Chernobyl became physically fat because he said, when he thought about God's greatness, how God's greatness extends through all the worlds, even this physical world, Hashem's greatness is here present in this world, that aroused him with love and pleasure of godliness, so much so that that made him physically fat because of his incredible love for Hashem, it changed his physical body. It's another story that the Rebbe uh, mentioned happened in our generation. The Rebbe said that you may think these kind of stories only of previous generations. The Rebbe said, this, I, I want to tell you a story, not, another talk about the Majid Rebbe. Majid Rebbe famously wanted to do an operation, but there was no anesthesia. So the doctor told him that, you know, this is going to hurt. So the Majid Rebbe said, I'm going to go, I'm going to sing a nigga. When I get into the niggin, that's when you should perform the operation. There's a very, very long Majlisa niggin. He composed that niggin then, when he was in the, in the, being operated on, he sang the niggin throughout the entire operation without any, without any pain at all. So the point is that the Balshemtiv says, you see the donkey hates the neshama. You see that the body rebels against the burden of terminus. And therefore you may think that you're supposed to hurt the body. So the Torah says, on the contrary, Hashem gave us the body, and the body is the object with, with, with which you perform all the mitzvahs of Hashem. You can't love Hashem properly, it doesn't affect your physical body. If your Hashem is loving Hashem, you don't feel in your body, you're not doing the mitzvah yet. The mitzvah is that you feel differently, you partially feel differently, you feel a love for Hashem. Alright, that's uh, what we're going to uh, do today. Sorry for all the technical difficulties. And Mr. Manchester, don't worry. I'm sure the computer's okay. We'll be able to figure it out for tomorrow. All right. Have a great day, everybody. Great day, Yonatan. Great day, Aryeh. Great day, Dr. Bressman. Great day, Machal Marachai, Rebzev, and David. Literate.